0: You <laughs> will
1: Podcast. I'm Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Menace Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Tune In, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also, still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Mocha Podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. This is going to be the last episode of August, aka my birthday month, but we're recording on the 23rd, which means we are no longer in Leo season. It is now Virgo season. Um, just good to hell luck to everybody who has Virgo friends because... You know, their season involves Beyonce, so they don't know how to act. I mean, I don't know how to act about my season because it includes Viola Davis and Angela Bassett and Barack Obama and uh, Chris Hemsworth. So, I mean, sure. Um, but my guests this rounding out the month are some of my faves. Uh, I have Shantae and Rashani from the single... Cybocast. I feel like I don't have to introduce you because everybody knows who you are. But still, how you doing? Good,
0: good. How are you? I am hey,
1: I'm in I'm in the Rona pandemic. I'm in the quarantine. I also bought a new car. So I'm it's oh. weird. so yeah, I got a new car. Uh actually at the beginning of this month. And I keep saying it's my birthday present to myself because I was honestly, full disclosure, in a very terrible financing with my previous car so it's kind of like yeah i had to get out of that car but also i have a brand new car and it feels super weird that <laughs> i actually did something for myself and i have a new car and so mind you it's only been like three weeks and I, every time i get in it i still go oh my god this is my car mm-hmm. i'm not awesome. renting a car this is my actual car and it's not a car car as it's, it's a crossover suv which also okay. is also a big thing so i actually have a um, Nissan Rogue Sport. That's what I have. Very excited. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. So I'm very like, wow, I actually did something nice for myself. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because it's kind of like making these kind of big purchases, I think, because I'm a single person, haha, <laughs> having talking about this with the single simulcast. But um, as a single person, I always feel this tinge of well, you're single, you should be doing these nice things for yourself because, or someone kind of shitting on it. Like, well, you don't have kids and you don't have a husband. So mm. I'm like, I, okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm still a person. I'm, I still, Steph, Taking care of Stephanie is a very high maintenance. Okay. It's a very high maintenance, complicated relationship that I have. And, you know, she just be wanting stuff and I just got to give it to her because I love her. At least I'm okay. supposed to.
2: I kind of felt like if you don't have kids, you should be able to do a lot more for yourself. Like, I, I, as a as a person who was afflicted with kids a long time ago, nigga, afflicted. if I didn't have kids, you better believe um, I'd be doing music videos right now, like J.J. Ice Fish, whatever his name is, and I don't even know if I could sing. I'd just do it because I could, and I had extra money.
1: Well, as um, long as you're not doing it like Dion Sanders, because, Lord, that was just sad.
2: Oh, I might have done one of those, too. I might I, I might be out there doing parody videos. I might be out there doing Instagram. I might be a TikTok star.
1: You might be doing Demon Time on OnlyFans. I don't know. You, I don't you know I'm just saying,
2: like, you got to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. taking care of yourself sometimes means treating yourself. And for somebody to say that you shouldn't be able to treat yourself, that's just straight up selfish of them and myopic, because they don't know what the fuck you're doing, and they don't know what kind of money you got.
1: Right. But, you know, we're we're in this age where it's always hashtag humble black women because of some odd reason that nobody can really explain, but it seems like for black women, we always have to be humbled because God forbid we're on a pedestal or God forbid we put ourselves first. It's like, what the hell are you doing? That's not your role. That's not your lot in life. And I'm sorry. I'm divesting from that. I'm divesting from not putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. at least your mental health so yeah so that's that um so we were pre-gaming and we were if you follow Rashani, you know that um he'd be putting up food porn videos and i feel like i should report them because it's porn <laughs> and um i want to be that person like excuse me we don't put the porn on the internet but uh Ashani has a new business. It's called Consistently Good. And I consistently want to smack him because I'm like, I am consistently not in California to have this consistently good looking food. Uh, I love I you. Threaten- I threaten him every week. I'm like, you know what?
2: I love you. <laughs> um, I mean, look, how do you think I feel with the food smells coming up on my nose every day? And, I I know how Willy Wonka feels now. Like, he's just in the chocolate factory, and he can't touch nothing. I can't eat somebody else's food. I think about it, but I can't get away with it. I mean, yeah, I might. Not
1: like, like, yeah, don't be an Uber Eats hub driver who eats. Right. Like, drugs. I'm stuck I'm in like, traffic. I'm going to eat your food. Like, no. Like, oh, yeah, I had three fives.
2: Have you lost your goddamn mind? You? I will stab you. you just, I mean. In a pandemic, I'm, you touching people's stuff. Ew in a pandemic, people get, I get so hungry. <laughs> like, I, I'm not mad at them about that. I'm like the the fact that, honestly, honestly, they're not making enough money mm-hmm. uh, for them to be able to live off of the, what they're making. The fact that they got to eat somebody else's food is just sad. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going I'm, I'm, I'm when it's all said and done and my mind is cleared and I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Then I might be like, yo, I, I I handled that poorly, but in the moment, the fuck you doing eating my food, nigga. I mean. But yeah, I can't eat people's food. Um,
1: yeah, please don't. I can't
2: I, I I can't even really look at their food. Like once it's done, I box it up, bag it up, whatever it may so be, you, and then I gotta mine? Exactly. I gotta put it somewhere else and then I dip. Otherwise, I might find myself just being like, "Hey, if I just cut an end off of this side, they won't even notice it." And then <laughs> I gotta cut an end off the other side to make it even because that shit looks lopsided. And then it's gone.
1: Mm. Lord have mercy. Yeah, I, I put thought. I'm into sorry. I, I just, I just thought about your ribs again. Damn it, lost my train of thought.
2: Um, See now, I'm thinking about raw ribs and again. that crab mac
1: and cheese. See now, oh god. I mean, I was like, oh, so this is what I wanted to ask and I realized what kind of, I don't know if it's a secret, you probably have to tell me off mic, but I have a feeling that for good crab mac and cheese, you Mm -hmm. don't use the typical mac and cheese cheeses. No, no, no. Yeah. So I guess that answers my question because it's not, because I was like, I don't think he could tell me what kind of cheese. It's just that the best ones I've ever had, it's not the typical cheeses you use for mac and cheese. It's like you actually can't.
2: Yeah, and and the reason why is because when we are, uh, and I say we a lot, when I am (laughs) making uh, crab macaroni and cheese, when you're making macaroni and cheese, the cheese is the hero, you know, Mm -hmm. the macaroni is there, we do uh, add flavor to the macaroni as well, but the cheese is the hero, however, when you're making a crab macaroni and cheese, the crab is the hero, and so you want to make sure that everything else is undertone like you can still taste Mm -hmm. the crab and the creaminess of uh the crab meat um so we do have a bit of a different process i was actually just showing my beloved wife nisha uh, Nisha! the process um right before i came in here uh because she had never actually seen me make it before Mm. um and so you know with the fires raging in cali Right now, there's going to be times where I'm not able to be here to perform the full cooking uh, because I'll be activated uh, somewhere Mm. working. Okay. Uh, So I had to show her how to get it done. And she was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And it's Mm. it's just – that's all cooking is, Mm -hmm. really. Like, I used to sit back and watch people be great at Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. and wonder why I couldn't be great at stuff. And I am old enough now to be able to say honestly that while I'm good at a lot of things, there are certain things that no matter what I did, I was not meant to be great at it. Um, Podcasting, for example. Like, I've been doing it for a really long time. But then you look at uh, other folks like Rod and Karen from The Black Guy Who Tips. You look at uh, Brandon uh, you look at Chris. Uh, you look at the fellas from Forget That, Yo. Um,
1: Keen- you look queen at
2: the the Queen and the Queen and Jay. Um Plate. Plate. Yeah, Marsha's plate. And <laughs> yeah. and you are like, yo, you are like, yo, what exactly? What's the difference between what they're doing and what I am doing? And and then I realized that they actually treat this. Mm-hmm kind of the same way I treat cooking um Mm -hmm. I love cooking like if there was nothing else for me to be doing in a day and uh I'd either be cooking playing video games or talking with the family those are the loves um and whenever I start cooking I don't even have to have a recipe I treat it like science. Like I really look at cooking, like it's an adventure. Like if it doesn't work out, I know it's going to be 29% good the first time I cook it. If it doesn't work out well, and I could taste them to see what worked and didn't work and break that down and then come back with a different attempt and go in a little bit of a different direction. And it's just constant hypotheses. Like if I tried this with this, how would this work out? Um, and I love every moment of it. Like, literally like i don't have to eat the food that i cook to know that it's good like i sent yeah. a um today i sent an 84 hour prime rib uh off with the family and I, I didn't even unwrap it like i just handed it to them fully wrapped like here take this home get video you cutting it and put the video on facebook and they did and it it was amazing it came out just where i thought it was going to because i done this enough that my hypotheses have now become an absolute exact science. Um, I don't have that for podcasting. Every time I go on the podcasting, I'm doing something different. I'm learning something new. I'm always coming up with ideas. I'm an idea, man. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't translate to podcasting because I'm not always sure of myself when I'm talking. Um, I think I was more sure of myself when I did a solo show. But that's because I was in the echo chamber. When you're doing a solo show, there's nobody there to be like, nigga, you full of shit. Shantae's my nigga, you full of shit uh, person. (laughs) She doesn't even have to say it. I'll just be talking and she'll be like, yeah, but this. And I'll be like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Um, Because I'm not the kind of person who can just say something and then just keep stomping through if somebody actually brings facts to me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to sit there and I'm going to mull over the facts that you gave me. And I'll be like, you know what, what I said was wrong. And from that point on, I'm going to sit there and ponder about what the fuck I said wrong and think about it while the conversation keeps going. I can't just stomp through like everything's all right. I don't understand how people do that. I don't understand how people don't take responsibility for their words. Mm. When it comes back later on that what you said actually was hurtful or harmful or was wrong or was just out of pocket. I don't understand how folks just keep stomping through like that. Or somebody I did a show, a solo show a long time ago where um I was talking about music. I don't even remember. It was like 10 years ago, but I remember this guy who emailed me and he was like, You hurt my feelings. I didn't even mean to hurt his feelings. I don't remember what I said, but it hurt his feelings. And that hurt me, that I hurt him. And I spent an episode apologizing to this person. I don't even know if he listened to the episode. I might have lost him forever, but I spent the episode apologizing to him. I'm not built for this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm built to cook. Sitting alone in my uh, kitchen with music that I love playing, with knives that are sharp, making art. That's what I'm good at. Okay.
1: Look at this. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Shantae is here. Cause we like, I'm going to get you. I'm kidding. Partly. <laughs> <laughs> Shantae, what is going on in your world? Are you still buried in red lipstick? You know what?
0: Honestly, right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I Like I'm, I'm really at a point now where either I'm going to, well, I feel like I've let the self-hosted, uh, blog go Mm -hmm. they send me they send me emails about it and i'm just like yeah i don't really want to pay for that i still own the the website like Mm -hmm. the the domain name like the domain name is mine i don't think i'm ever gonna let that go Mm -hmm. but there's a good chance that if i decide to do something again i may put it back on uh Mm wordpress.com which is a lot less technical stuff that i would have to do like i would basically be doing what i was doing when i first started the blog which is basically just writing Right. You know, it's just taking pictures and and doing stuff, and maybe I revamp it and and add the other interests that I have now that I didn't have when I started it and everything, or you know, or not. It, mm-hmm. it might just I might start a new blog. I might not blog at all. It's, you know, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of chilling right now. Okay. As far as that, as far as that's concerned, I'm still learning Korean, still fucking with K-pop. Mm. You know, so
2: bring back wonderful kind of hate.
0: Oh
1: my gosh! Yes, please, please do,
0: please do.
1: Um, Chante and I were pre gaming. We're talking about virtual school. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I think for the older children, it's might just be fine, but for the younger children, I'm concerned. I have a couple of friends who have kids that are in charter and um private schools and they are letting their kids go back but also private schools and charter schools don't have large class sizes so they can kind of break down the classes a little bit smaller but they're still nervous cuz it's still a pandemic so i don't this is going to be Virtual school is gonna be very, very interesting, especially in homes where people are also working from home and they may only have one computer. So, what are they supposed to do?
2: My homeboy slash assistant coach mm-hmm. has a four three year old, four year old. Mm. Okay, that's pre K, mm-hmm. and um. It's not a charter school. It's not a private school. It's it's a a school. So there I don't know what to it's a public school. There we go. Boom. Boom, Rashani. Um so his wife or him, who are both they both work in the uh corrections facility, are correctional officers. They're they're not correctional officers, but they both work in facilities. Uh him as a a teacher and her as a nurse. Um, but somebody's got to be at home with him, with with, with their son,
1: yeah, who's in right. pre-K
2: and has to sit in front of a computer yeah, right. all day long and has the attention span of a three-year-old. And you're not Paw Patrol, so I'm going to go find Paw Patrol uh, while you're talking. And somebody's got to herd him back in. Then they got a sixth grader and they got an eighth grader. Hmm. And so then you got to worry about the uh, data plan you got in your house. And if there are enough computers, and I'm sure it's been said before, but let me say it again. Computers aren't cheap. No. Like, I know that there's a lot of schools for, like, well-to-do areas that mm-hmm. are giving away Chromebooks and all that kind of stuff to their students, but it ain't, it ain't everywhere. And even if you give me a Chromebook, I don't have the Internet. And even if you wanted to give me the internet, I got like six people who are all trying to get studies done at the same time because my cousins are coming over because we got internet. And now our, uh, our zoom is messing up because everybody's on there at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, mm, this is going to be interesting to hear. There are already people nervous. Cause it's like when you work from home, uh, and I've noticed that because I've been working from home for the last few months. Um, It seems like you work more hours, not because you're working harder. It's just, it takes you longer to do things because you don't have your original work office set up. I had to go get my work computer. I was like, I can't, my eyes were going to like bleed out of its sockets if I kept looking at my small laptop. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I'm like, yeah, I need my whole computer. And it's making it better, but I still find myself doing the hours longer because it's still taking me a little bit longer. Because a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, I'm doing muscle memory. And not, I have everything at my disposal that's in my office. I'm like, uh, it's still though. So this is going to be interesting. And already right, people are going like, I've seen, like, the timelines for kids, like, the schedules. And I'm like, it said, like, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'm like, y'all have really yeah. put this all out. It was like, that's yeah. uh, that's a typical school day. Like, don't get me wrong. But it's still, like, they're at home. And now they want to yeah. talk about, like, uniforms and attires. They can't wear pajamas. I'm like, what you going to do? Suspend them? Hey, yeah. home. I'm going to send you yeah. home. So I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> what are you going to do?
0: Ugh. yeah this it's wild it's wild what some school districts are doing and how rigid they're trying to be mm-hmm. with school when it's just like, yo, this is not what this is, and what i'm what I know I did for my children, mm-hmm. I picked the like well, what was going on with my district in Oklahoma City at this point mm-hmm. is uh there is a kind of teacher led virtual school where I think the children will be maybe on a class, you know, be like in class for like 15-20 minutes, like getting teacher instruction, and then basically using the rest of the time to do the work, whatever that is. And then at the next, you know, hour or whatever, they Mm -hmm. move on to the next subject. And that's how it's supposed to be, you know, that's the all day thing. And Mm -hmm. the other option was more like straight up online learning, learn at your own pace kind of thing. And I picked the learn at your own pace because it's just, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense to try to keep two kids on task at the same time, you know, have them both trying to be online, you know, in a Zoom class with a teacher and everything. And, you know, somebody needs help and going back and forth and everything. And it seems like it would be easier to just, you know, one kid might be better in the afternoon. And so you focus and help the kid in the afternoon. The other kid might be better in the morning. You help that kid in the morning instead of trying to help everybody all at the same time. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, it's, mm, I don't even know what to say, but it's just, oh boy. I am nervous about the school year and I don't even have children. I have a nephew, but still I'm like, I'm nervous for these kids. And also I kind of wish we had just, Literally shut the whole country down and flatten the curve, but we couldn't do that because, you know, that's not our bag. As a whole, we are very selfish. Case in point, everybody's making videos. Oh, I don't, my civil rights and masks, I'm able to do it, or they're having parties without any masks and I'm screaming. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. And then people go to parties and say, oh my God, all these people got COVID because they went to this party because we also don't understand asymptomatic. So we don't understand what that really, it's like we have Google and we don't use Google, which is odd. It's like, Google's right there, guys. Like, I don't, I don't understand. It's like, I was like, I don't understand. Uh, just big sigh for everything that's just how I've been feeling lately all right let's get on started time to play am I the asshole and I picked this one because Rashad is going to be here and he's a chef and he has his business called consistently good so I picked a food story great Him. am I the asshole for double dipping in my own sauce wait what <laughs> <laughs> am I the asshole for double dipping in my own sauce uh,
2: okay that's what i thought they said Let's
1: yeah know. yeah i was like mm. so here it is so at the table me and my girlfriend was eating mcdonald's i got a nugs and a quarter pounder with fries and my girlfriend got a big mac and fries i dipped my nugget into sweet and sour and took a bite out of half the nugget then dipped it back in and did the same with the fries all of a sudden my girlfriend has a panic attack and is like oh OMG, did you just double dip? That's disgusting. And started like fanning herself. And I guess she couldn't handle it anymore and just went to the living room saying that I had no table manners. She is pregnant. So I thought she might be thinking irrational right now and just, be- and just being overdramatic. So I called a friend and he said that was absolutely disgusting and that you don't do that at the dinner table. I was confused as I know double dipping is bad when sharing sauce like salsa or any other dip when sharing, but I don't think it's wrong when it's your own sauce. Now I'm wondering if I do have bad table manners and it's ta and is the asshole. Okay, edit. I didn't expect this to blow up. I wrote this in a rush, so I couldn't add any extra details. So I might as well. So after I called my friend, my cousin said to hop on call of duty. So both of us did. The double dipping situation got brought up and I pretty much got double teamed about how that was nasty and that they would get smacked by their mom. If they did that, and how? If I'm going to do that, pour, the, and if I'm going to do that, pour the sauce. Well, it went on about until about four a.m. until I went to bed. And today, I thought about it and wrote it, edit too. So I told them about the post. As expect. I think he meant except, except for my girlfriend. And they kept saying it was nasty. They said, because I live in the South, used to live in New Jersey where they live, that I've just picked up Southern habits. So I asked my fam in the North, New Jersey, New York, and they said it was fine, but still kind of nasty. Edit three. Okay, last edit, but why y'all disrespect sweet and, sweet and sour like that? I mean, third best sauce in my book. Edit four, my dumbass said sweet, sweat and sour instead of sweet and sour shit.
2: Right. So his own personal is this- thing is sweet and sour. Yes. And she has her own personal whatever it may be that she's eating. Yes. These niggas stupid.
0: I was I was I'm, Basically, very confused. Yeah. I'm like but huh?
2: I mean like, even way-
1: I-, I could see
2: her as a pregnant woman when Nisha was pregnant, I know that there were certain things that irritated her more than they would when she wasn't pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But double dipping and everybody else co-signing it like, okay, I, I can see maybe for her because she's pregnant and maybe she experienced something that I wouldn't be privy to and wouldn't ask her to explain because she just right. stormed off to the front room. But everybody else saying that this is a big blow up and everybody else saying that this is a big conspiracy and everybody else saying that this is the bad habit you picked up from the South.
1: Yo, full of shit. I was I'm like what I'm like, this is why you get your own little um this is why you get your own sauce. So you you can dip yeah. as much as you want and you're not sharing right. with her. So I'm like, oh my god, that's disgusting. I'm like, I'm sorry, are you eating this? Like
0: what? And what's the diff- and what's the difference with pouring it out right. versus mm-hmm. leaving it in the little in the little cup? Like it just no, this part. I mean, clearly this person is not the asshole. I don't understand how it turned into Uh, well, for one, it's not double dipping when it's your stuff. That's really, I mean, double dipping is generally you sharing chips and salsa or Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever the dip thing is, and you take a bite and then you stick the chip or whatever it is back into the sauce or dip or whatever the fuck. And Mm -hmm. that's what double dipping is. Double dipping has, I can't, I'm baffled at people calling double dipping their own, you stuff. know, your own personal Some. sauce, like it doesn't because it's just like everything that you every time you put a sauce on your plate, you're basically double dipping. That doesn't make any sense. That's super. I was it's like, just,
1: no, I'm like, you guys are they need to open up outside because you guys are having the weirdest conversations and the weirdest battles. But I was like, double dip, it's your own stuff,
0: that's why you get your own stuff because you can dip as much as you want. <laughs> Like I I, I wonder. I wonder if they were, because uh, then it's just like I guess you. I guess they just like dip a chicken nugget in the sauce and just eat the whole chicken nugget like in one shot. With, yeah, like,
1: which. Sure, I. You know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering if she wanted to dip her own French fries in his sweet and sour, and well, because sorry, he did you, it, you, she's you, like, "Oh my god, I can't." I'm like, "I can give you another packet. There's no, there's
0: no nice. little
2: cup there. Okay, I could, I could take that small bit of a struggle, that small bit of an issue, that small bit of her, her saying that. Fine, mm-hmm. that's whatever. Push her to the side. Like, literally, let's let's minority report and move our hands in front of us, turn them to the side, and push her <laughs> to the left. Like, she's not even in our picture anymore. Now we got all his goddamn friends. Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong with you people? That's what I'm like, yeah, that part. Like, where did you know. they all come from? She's no longer um If y'all can see the video, I am literally putting my hands out and shaking my hands as I move them <laughs> to the side. <laughs> where did y'all niggas come from? Where y'all are just like, this is something you picked up in the South. Where the fuck do you get off? You booger picking bastards saying that me dipping into my own personal supply of sweet and sour is nasty. Where the whole hell? Why? Why are you like this? Why? Are you trying to get brownie points of somebody? Like, where did this anger come from from y'all? That's right. what I'm trying to figure out. So, no, he's not the asshole. And she's not the asshole, but his fucking friends are. So that's where I'm standing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because I'm just sitting here like, I don't understand. This is super white. Like, I can't even, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, but if you are super white, I'm like, you guys are du- talking about double dipping, but you don't want us to bring up unwashed legs. I'm very confused. <laughs> I'm very confused about this. Sure, whatever. Y'all mm, no, you're not the asshole. I'm like, see, every so often that we get something that's like, no, you're not the asshole for this. But typically it's like, oh yeah, you're a big asshole. But it may also be the ones I'm picking. That that could be it. Oh, so next up, we're gonna give some folks their roses. I like this segment because one, I like celebrating folks because waiting until they're past is just I can't, I don't want to do that. Also, today, um, it's Kobe Bryant's birthday. He would have been 41, I believe. 41? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rest in peace. God
2: bless Kobe Bryant, the man who was actually holding back 2020.
1: <laughs> you know, so where I'm like, wait, he died this year. This is like this is when you know 2020 being a very long leader. Like, wait, that was this year.
2: <laughs> and as soon as he passed away, all the other shit happened.
1: It was like, ugh, imagine he was holding 2020 together. But rest mm-hmm. in peace. Um Kobe and Gianna,
2: because um, actually it was probably Gianna that was holding twenty twenty together because you know black women are magic. But, you know.
1: <laughs> so, um, I'll go first about who I'm going to give my roses to. So I'm giving it to two people. So the first person is actually um, my brother. Um, I got to see my nephew's graduation from his program on Friday. He looked very cute, and I, when I was leaving their house, my nephew said bye and waved to me and. For me, that's a very big milestone for him. And I know it's because of the work that my brother is doing with him. So I just want to give my brother his roses. I also want to give my roses to Kiki Palmer. Um, It's very interesting to watch folks do this weird thing when a black person, a black woman complains about a black man doing some fuck shit. It's like, yeah, I need to hear more information. I got to hear more information. A non-black woman says some black man did some fuck shit it's like oh we're gonna have to hunt him down because we need to figure this out and that's exactly what happened with trey songs this week because now everyone's going back but didn't kiki palmer say he was a problem two years ago i'm like he did and y'all all all said she's full of shit and she was being thirsty for attention and y'all excused it but now that these two white women said something that's like oh we're gonna have to look into this sure sure but yeah give kiki her roses because not only is was she right but no one didn't think she wasn't wrong, but she's also hosting the VMAs, and I just genuinely like her. So, roses to Miss Kiki Palmer. Um, who do you guys have? Who wants to go first?
2: Ladies first, Arante. Ha ha, put you on the spot. I
0: know, right? Uh, you know what? I'm going to give my roses to BTS because they came out with a nice little bob that... It was, I- <laughs> that i feel like you know that in in especially in these shitty times that that dynamite is just catchy and happy and cute and it's something to kind of take our minds off the bullshit and you know they they got like a hundred million uh youtube views in 24 hours you know streams and shit and so you know shout out to them you know, they, they, you know give them their roses they did It was a really good song, and, you know, I feel like it's making a lot of people happy.
2: I can't even front. It's a bippity-boppity-boo. It is. Like, she posted that up, and I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this because Shantae's my friend, and I love her. (laughs) And um, then I listened to it again, and then I heard something different in the background, and then I heard some harmonizing. And then my head was nodding, and now it's on a playlist. That song is a bop like, yo, oh man, <laughs> shout out to you, Shantae. I, I will never, well, I don't doubt your musical choices, but it the the street continues. <laughs> uh, my roses go to uh Brie Allen from Mama Meets World. Uh, cause she's my homie and I love her. And right now, uh, she's fighting breast cancer and, um, she's talking about on her show, trying to raise awareness for, uh, uh, black women to be aware of, uh, breast cancer. And I support her 100%. She is one of the, uh, strongest folks that I know. Um, I'm not even saying that because of, uh, breast cancer. Before that, she was still like strong as shit. I've known yeah. her for I've known her since 2009, and I've never not been amazed by her. Um, if not her strength and her poise, her humor, um, her just her kids are dope. Um, and this is just honestly, if if she was here, she'd probably agree. Uh, that this is just a speed bump, and she's about to run this motherfucker right over and just keep on yeah. pushing. And I applaud her for that um, because that's the only way you can really look at something like this. Um, my yeah. mom uh, is a three-time uh, uh, victor over cancer. She whooped its ass three times, and I know Breeze only got to whoop its ass once before it don't want to fuck with her no more either. Like, it, it's literally fucking with the wrong nigga. But because that nigga's my nigga, I'm going to send my roses out to Brie. Um, and I hope she hears this so that she can smell them.
1: Yay. Yeah, I love Brie. She is so funny.
2: She's dope. She's so dope.
1: So, yes, we're giving everybody their roses. And I don't know. Why am I getting emotional? I don't know why. But I am. That's so crazy to me. Um, yeah, I'm just proud of her. I just really am. hmm I really am. Um Let's start low key. Let's do some local news, low local to me. Um, I was
2: about to say it ain't it local to me, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, niggas is eating blue crabs. Like, <laughs>
0: right,
1: uh, so you are a mess, man. niggas. And they in rooms eating crabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, showing feet and eating crabs. Niggas um, on Fayette is wilding. <laughs> not wild. Shut up. Anyway, so Baltimore is getting a third Black Lives Matter Street mural. It was actually painted this weekend. Um, It started on Friday. I think they finished on Saturday. So the the latest one is right near Baltimore City Hall. They have another one near Patterson Park. It's a big park here and on uh, North Charles Street. So we're getting not one, not two, but we have currently three. So I'm very, very excited. Um, And I think maybe someday this week or in next weekend, I'm definitely going down to them and taking pictures. Um, so I'm very excited to do that. It's like, oh yeah, we're getting, we're getting murals. I'm like, yes, I can go because, I don't know, um, because of my car situation, I have a new car. I'm like, oh, I can go down to the DC one, but I know one is probably super crowded. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in Baltimore, I'm like, may not be that crowded, so I'm very excited to go. So I'm definitely going to go. Um, hmm. Candace Owens, Okay. It will not be speaking at the RNC. She was snubbed. <clears throat> in other news, I think I might make I might make Brussels sprouts this week. I really like them. Um,
2: I also just want to join in uh, on the last thing that you said about the Black Lives Matter um, mural that's being put in the street, mm-hmm. and say so you should also see if anybody is planning on doing a back to blurb uh Are the blurt the blop uh, drawing in, in retaliation because that might be something to piss on.
1: Oh boy. Just no. I feel like the people that have been defacing um murals, I think they're going to get, it's going to be really different in Baltimore. I'm not calling us thugs. That's not what I'm saying, but I feel like I feel like somebody might punch them. But also they did this in, in New saying. York. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, because they were just kind of, I think they were just kind of stunned at first. They're like, seriously, what the hell is she doing? And then they're like, but you're just painting over the little yellow with black. That's not really defacing. Okay. But, and I'm, but I'm not talking about the black Christian lady either. So, I don't know. Mm. But, yeah. Um, yeah, please don't deface our murals, because I can only imagine what's going to happen. I don't want to see blood on the mural. I feel like that's counterproductive so don't do that but yeah Candace can't speak she was snubbed and you know all that you know soft soft shoe and shucking and jobbing and step and fetch it Um, it won't get you a ticket to the Wonka factory sis so you take you and you split (laughs) it and keep it moving just just go (sighs) Another couple has reunited. It looks like Nick Cannon and Viacom, um, they're trying to rekindle their their relationship. Mm. After Nick Cannon talked with a few Jewish leaders, they're like, oh, let's see. Um, Yeah, so they're kind of like, yeah, let's see if they're coming back. Apparently, um, Variety was reporting that Cannon and Viacom CBFs have been in talks but said that there's, there's currently nothing planned right now between the community and the company. Um, however, hmm, it's not out of the way. So, this is the person who is at Viacom. This was his statement. Um, he said, looking back on the situation, he's regretful that the company didn't have their new cultural code guidelines promoting inclusivity sooner, adding that it was a shame that it took Cannon's incident for us to take a step back and have a clear process in place to address issues like this. Um, McCarthy said that the incident made him think about what he and the company could have done better, as well as what they what can they do to prevent issues like this from occurring in the future. I struggle with the fact that Nick, a longtime partner and friend of ours is on this journey and we're not part of that journey. And that honestly, And that's honestly where the new cultural code came from and bringing in social justice partners so we will all have the base level education. And if I could change anything, I would have asked us to build that two years ago. So yeah, he might be coming back to Wildin' Out. Might, you know, or everybody can do what they were doing before and just watching the old episodes of Wildin' Out because y'all weren't watching the new ones.
2: I mean, there's like three channels right now um, like on Pluto TV and Tubi where you can watch without having to buy the, buy cable. Mm-hmm.
0: Like you're welcome
2: people. Mm-hmm. Um, Pluto, Pluto TV is doper than Tubi, but you know, um, whatever. But there's a Wilding Out channel. Like a full-on Wilding Out channel that shows nothing but reruns of Wilding Out. And I guess Wilding Out went on for like 40 years.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
2: I mean, y'all can, y'all can, with arms wide open, all you want this nigga. But as Shantae put so eloquently when we spoke about this on single simulcast, that nigga still said anti-Semitic shit. Yeah. And apologizing, I don't know. I don't know. I know my kids are going to watch Wild now, but they ain't got to see new ones. They won't even know if it's a new one, like... Here's what happens in Wild Now for those y'all who haven't seen Wild Now in a long time. They're still getting on Nick Cannon about Mariah Carey. <laughs> it's like they, you would think That's
1: old by now.
2: They still get on that nigga about not being able to rap. They still get on that nigga for the head raps. And then somebody who can't, who can't be funny but is a rapper will come up there and say something, and Nick Cannon will bow down to them and act like it was hilarious. The end. That's Wild N' Out. You ain't missing much. <laughs> it's funny then, but, I mean, like, ooh, did you know? Like, fuck that nigga. Did you know that Natasha Rothwell was on Wild N' Out? No. No! I didn't know that either until I was watching one of the ones on this channel. Like, Natasha Rothwell was on. She started off on Wildin' Out. What? They didn't let her talk, but she was on there.
1: Wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, Now I'm looking for more episodes with her in it. Let me add that on. Quarantine Binge. Find Natasha Rothwell episodes that she doesn't speak on, but I still need to see her because I just, I just really enjoy her. I just yeah. enjoy her. She's magic. I put You know, I put our next story in low-key because, well, it's not high-key yet because it hasn't happened yet. So, we are getting another versus battle. We are getting (laughs) one that is going to be the one of the ages. It's the two titans. We are getting a Brandy versus Monica versus on Monday, August 31st. Just know I'm going to mute the words Brandy and Monica on Twitter until August 31st, because it's, it's already a mess. It's low-key, but it's like, man, oh, man, when people start doing their Googles on Brandy hits versus Monica hits, I already saw a tweet that said, the boy is mine is a Brandy song. And I'm like, oh, we're not going to do this semantics. We're not going to do this. We're not, we're, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. It's on both of their albums. Monica's whole album is called The Boy's Mind. I, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. But I also love it because it's a very evenly matched battle, which is what I enjoy. And low key, hence why I said in low key, It is the, um, the women only battles seem to be the more evenly matched ones. Because it was like mm-hmm. this for Jill and Erica. So I was like, yeah, I kind of don't care who wins. I also don't care who wins in this either. I, I know it's the vocal Bible versus goon. So I don't know. <laughs> Good luck, everybody.
2: It's like, I just want them to be in the same room together so Brandy can finally get revenge for Monica punching the shit out of her. I
1: mean, it's supposed to be a oh it's at Tyler Perry studio, so um they're gonna be in the same room.
2: I don't know if they've been together since Monica literally mollywhopped her. So I think they
1: have the I don't think they've sang together, but I think they've been at the been in like the same rooms. Apparently, they made up and then fought again and made up again. I
0: don't, you know, I just,
1: yeah. So, hopefully, Medea does not make a cameo at this versus. I will literally <laughs> lose my damn mind if Medea shows up. If Medea introduces them, mm. this is not an idea. I don't, shit. You know what? No, don't do it. Nope. Medea better not introduce them, okay? I don't know. I'm not
0: I'm not sure you should have put that out in the universe because uh, it might actually happen. Uh, now. Damn, because it's
1: at Tyler's <laughs> studio. Oh Ooh. my god, look, it's got we got Medea there. We got dudes that sniff over dude's dicks to make sure he ain't having sex. I'm, let me tell you something. I've never seen that show. I've saw that clip and I'm like, I'm sorry, but what the fuck is going on here? Wait, what? So there's a show, it's about a a cult, and one of the cult leaders was questioning another cult member and said he told him to pull down his pants and then he started sniffing his penis. And I'm like, what in the lifetime movie hell is going on here? Why are you, what is, what? Help, police, help, police. <laughs> Please! Right? I will text 911. I'm like, right? no. Oh, <sighs> But yeah, we're getting a Brandy versus, um, I'm a. let me see. The last time we had a good versus um that I recapped, I did Teddy and Babyface. Yeah, let me call cook because we're gonna have to unpack this when it happens. Hopefully, prayers up, it doesn't get postponed. I was like, please don't do this because people are gonna be like dying on their um respective hills for like 10 days. I don't nope. mm -mm. I need you nope, don't postpone this, let it happen because good to hell luck everybody people are in their teams i am team black woman so i don't really care who wins wins quote unquote i no nope, I, i'm i'm gonna enjoy the show and i need y'all to do it too let's
0: see how this hey, goes. okay so something about the you know obviously since the the pandemic has started we've been getting these versus battle there's part mm-hmm. of me that is just never really excited about these things it's just like oh I'm, I'm cool. Like I right. get everybody else being excited about it, but it's just like I guess I I don't like anybody enough, or mm-hmm. I don't like anybody enough, or dislike anybody enough to mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, and if they got more stuff, they got better hits, and everything It's just like, oh that's that's cool. I don't know. I mean, maybe if they're getting some money from it. Good for them.
1: Yeah, I literally. But that's really
0: game. all I got. Yeah, right. but I think the I think, and
2: I'm not even saying this to sound. Maybe it's because we used to record cord when they were doing no we were doing the um that was when we were doing the um black car revolt we were oh, usually yeah. doing that right when the verses were going on
1: because typically they were on fridays but now they just doing them. you know hither and yon they're like oh let's put it on a monday i'm like is that labor day i'm like why 8 31 i'm like that's so super weird so the ones that's during the week is always weird to me i'm like why are not doing it on Friday or Saturday? Because Beanie Man and, you know, Bounty Killer, I think was over a weekend. It was like, why, why are we doing this on a Monday? I I don't know, guys. But, yeah, so, you know, Rashawn, I think you're right because typically it's, like, on the weekend, like a Friday or a Saturday or even a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think out of all the battles that we've had, the only ones I've been really excited about, to Shantae's point, has been the Teddy versus Babyface. Um Erica versus Jill, Kirk versus Fred, which I don't, I was excited about it because it was a gospel one. But also I'm like, I feel like it should have been somebody different, but I don't know. But it's probably because I think about like when I think of gospel music, I think of it differently, which is why I have a big problem with Kanye's Sunday service and people going, oh my God, this is the best. I'd be like, Kirk Franklin would like a word with all of you because y'all most definitely told Kirk that he was too secular. And now you letting this nicknog that y'all keep giving passes to to do this shit. And they're oh my God, this is great. I'm like, Kirk Franklin would like a word. I am a Kirk Franklin fan and I would like a word. But anyway, this is the fourth one that I'm like, okay, I'm excited just because it's evenly matched. But all the other ones, I'm like, yeah, nobody really asked for this and I'm good. (laughs) I'm I'm good. I, I don't need any of this, but Brandy versus Monica is going to be like, very, like I need to mute the timeline. <laughs> it's like, we got to mute the timeline because people are already in their camps. They're, they're bringing it. I'm surprised. Vocal Bible is not, not trending right now. <laughs> I'm very surprised. Uh, So this is going to be very interesting for the next 10 days. Just no. And yeah, it's going to be funny. All right. Mid key. I have a little section called Ashy Minutes because there's a couple, if not more than a couple people, who have lost their goddamn minds. The first one is Ice Cube.
2: Uh-oh.
1: Who, it's very interesting that this rich-ass nigga is doing this. It's like, your rich ass is really doing all this, and I just don't know what to say. Um. So he put, this is after the DNC, he decided to put up a whole video talking about what is for the democrats what's in it for us where's our contract for black america i didn't hear anybody mention a contract for black america and i don't know why because it's one of the most comprehensive (sighs) reform i'm sorry let me go back let me start where's our fucking bailout a lot of people getting up At the DNC talking, everybody really eating it up, throwing their hands in the air like they just don't care. But what I didn't hear was, what's in it for us? What's in it for the Black community? Besides the same old we've been getting from these parties, what's in it for us for real? I didn't hear anybody mention a contract with Black America, and I don't know why, because it's one of the most comprehensive reform documents that's come about in a long time that could really address the problem. But the way it looks, they don't have a plan. So, apparently, he wrote a whole contract for people to sign, and some a black woman that said, "Where do black women fit in?" And he really didn't have an answer to that mm-hmm. because knew. when he's talking about a bl- a contract for Black America, um, the straight black straight men, the straight men is silent because it's very interesting to hear about the things that are out there for people. Like it doesn't quote unquote, directly uh, affect black America or it's definitely directly for black America, as if um, a lot of these laws actually would make black people's lives better. But you talk to an activist, especially one from back in the day, that's literally what they said. They're like, um, we make these change, we change these laws then this actually helps the black community. I don't know where this is coming from, but it's super weird to watch. I'm like, what about black America? I'm like, I'm sorry, what black only laws do you know? Cause I don't know any that only of that only would benefit black people. I don't know any laws like that. I don't think there are. And I'm really at this point where I'm really getting sick of rich niggas getting on their, on their um, marble soap boxes <clears throat> to come out against the Democrats, but they never have any smoke for the Republicans or the never. independents. Mm-hmm. They don't eat. They all these people who have been speaking out for the last three and a half years about Obama. None of them have parted any of their chapped ashy lips about Donald Trump Ever. They've never shitted on him. They've never said anything about anything he's ever done. But they will write thread upon thread about how what Obama didn't do, as if you can't Google Trump Obama-era law and see that he has reversed so many of them. I'm about to stick all you rich niggas on y'all marble soapboxes, hating on the Democrats. And that's not me saying that they're, the Democrats are above reproach. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying like, y- y'all don't keep it 100. Y'all don't keep it two virgils. You don't. Because why are you not saying, you only do this with the Democrats. Only. So if you want the Republicans, I'm like, why are you not calling about this for the Republicans? And also, why are you doing this period with less than 90 days before the election? Why are you doing this now? We are literally sitting in a pandemic where almost 200,000 people are dead. There are people who, are, who have gotten evicted, who still don't have jobs, who are dealing with sick people. There are people who are terrified to go to hospitals because they're like, oh my God, I, I mean, I'm sick, but I don't want to go to the hospital because COVID. There are people who are quarantined in their house. We are still wearing masks. The rest of the, the, rest of the world is back to their regular scheduled programs. But you want to do this while we're sitting in a pandemic. You're like I can't vote for Joe Biden because of this, that, the hither and yon, whatever you want to say. Um, is he my first choice? No, he's not even my tenth choice. I kind of don't care. I am at this point where I'm sitting here like, I need y'all to hate. I need you to hate him more. I need you to hate Trump more because y'all really display your hate for Obama. You display your hate. For Elizabeth Warren. You definitely display your hate for Kamala Harris. You display your hate for Hillary Clinton. I need you to hate Donald Trump a lot more than you do. Because I know people are now focusing on people who did not vote. Google is your friend. Please Google voting stats in our country. It is typically 50, between 50, 55, and no more than 60% of the voting population. I need people to walk away from that. I need you to focus on another number, 30%. 30% of 62 million people who voted for Donald Trump only voted for him because they didn't like Hillary Clinton. That was it. So we can do the less than 5% percentages of third parties, or you can focus on 30% of 62 million people. I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, I, I... do I w- wish there were better, better choices? Of course I do. But we're not at this point. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what else does Donald Trump need to do to this country before you go, okay, that's enough? I've been like this since November 9th, 2016. I need y'all to join me. Because I, 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 can't, I can't do this. With, I, I, I can't. Now, now, now it's just hurtful. And now I'm just angry. So I need y'all to hate him a little bit more i do i'm sorry i don't need you to stay your ass home or like i can't possibly vote for joe biden he's not uh, and i know the the discussion about voting shaming black people or oppressed groups into voting i hear what you're saying i do because i get it it's kind of like it's not our fault it's not our position Don't bring up the ancestors when you're talking about voting to hurt us. I'm like, I hear you. What do I actually need to say to you then? Because we're under this impression that our ancestors had this big pick of people. They had a racist and a racist and they still wanted to be at the table. I don't know what else to say to you. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry. Get your ass up and vote. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like, I, I'm like, I don't want to shame you. I'm like, I get it. Don't shame them. And then don't write a thread shaming people for voting for Joe Biden. (laughs) You don't get to shame either. You don't get to shame people if they're like pro-Kamala or pro-Elizabeth or pro-Voter Die or, you know, Barack the Vote or whatever. You don't get to shame people with their opinion and then say, don't shame me if I don't want to vote. So that's not how that, that's not how this works. But to just say I'm not going to vote and you shouldn't vote because this is a fucked up system. Oh baby, this has been fucked up for, for a couple of centuries now. Don't matter. Get your ass out and vote. I'm sorry. It's like, I, I can't. It's like, I and I'm tired of rich niggas going like, Oh, let me fight against this because you're at a place where this may not touch you directly. All the shit that Trump's doing is actually kind of helping you. So for you to tell poor people that they shouldn't get out and vote, especially when in November, it's not just the um, presidential election. There's also state shit going on for each state that you should get out there and vote for too. It's a lot other than just the president. I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. I'm off my little non-marble soapbox. Mm -hmm. I I just, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just... starting to get angry
0: Hmm. and sad okay so i it sounds like your beef is that it's a rich nigga speaking on this right that's what it sounds like right
1: yeah am i
0: wrong okay because on the okay because on the one hand yes i totally get what you're saying but i think the idea of black people like collectively or a black person asking the democratic party what have you done for me lately is valid yeah, because they do because they have like ever since 2016, they have at least tried to couch whether or not we voted enough or big, you know, in enough numbers as if we impacted the uh, the election. Mm-hmm. You know, like and when theoretically, I don't think that even if every one of us voted we would be as impactful as people act like we would be. It's just not enough of us, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as the country is concerned. And so, and I think the reason why some of them don't have any smoke for the Republicans is because the Republicans don't, I mean, the Republicans aren't coming out saying that they care about us in so many terms, in different ways, and then, you know, basically grinning in our faces, asking us to vote, and then turning around. And then when we say, hey, we need you to do X, Y, Z, they're like, nah, we're not going to do this. It's, it's, it's like, you know, you got different people, different people in the, in the Democratic Party who are not all the way, like they're talking about Black Lives Matter, but they're not all the way down with defunding the police. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not all the way there with, what's happening to black people in this country and so i totally understand someone at this point questioning what the fuck they're doing i understand questioning what the fuck is going on if they're questioning you know even though donald trump is dismantling a whole bunch of shit with as far as uh dismantling a bunch of shit that barack obama did barack obama still gets up on, on TV at different times, and he's chastising Black people, you know, about the things that they've done. And I think that's part of the, not the not disconnect, that disconnect is not the wrong word, but the contention that I think some people have with him is this, and, and this is something that he's consistently done, that he has a lot of smoke for Black people and what they should and shouldn't be doing and he's a little more even handed with, with white people. And that isn't, and, and that's a weird, you know, and on the one hand, it's like, yeah, we need to come out and vote, but it's basically asking uh, as fucked up as shit is, people still have to deal with their experiences. And on the one hand, shit is really fucked up and scary. And on the other hand, you've been dealing with these people kind of telling you that you need to go out and do something and you don't always feel like you're getting the uh, the benefit of putting these people in power. It's just like schools are still going down the way that they've been going down. You know, they're still funded at the same or less levels than they had than they've always been. Whether it's a Democrat or a Republican in office, it just shit doesn't feel different. And so I understand you know, the contention or the apathy that people have. And on the other hand, I also understand people feel like, oh, my God, we need to go out and vote. We need to go out and vote. We need to go out and vote. But a lot of the shit, I mean, hell, it's, it's like we could all go out and vote. They hacked the fucking computers. Ain't shit that can be done anyway. That's the other thing that's fucked up, that if you're a black person or just a person who wants to vote Democrat, but are you seeing your party actively trying to push back on what's happening. Like, you know, Donald Trump got in office and Betsy DeVos got confirmed. You know, like lots of motherfuckers voted for I mean, like the Democrats voted for her and she's up here saying how, you know, but we know all this shit is fucked up as far as all these schools and stuff is concerned, insisting that they all got to go back and, you know, all these governors in different places are being able to say, well, you know, can pass laws and say that these kids have to go back to school no matter what, or they're picking and choosing, you know, what kind of PPE, whether or not they want to have PPE, what precautions they want to take, you know, shit is fucked up. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I mean, there's just, there's all kinds of different things that make, that I understand people being distrustful of the Democratic Party, even though it feels like that's the only choice that a lot of us have. As far as the most impact, the most impactful choice that we could possibly have, because obviously we have a whole bunch of choice. You know, there's other things we can do. We can not vote. We can vote third party, whatever. But the most the most impactful one, as far as possibilities, excuse me, is the Democratic Party. But it sucks because the Democratic Party can get voted in and then they can basically be like suck our dicks and basically do whatever they want you know and vote for shit that most white people or rich people are going to benefit from and they're going to continue to let different uh neighborhoods and stuff get gentrified and and all this different kind of stuff and people you know it's basically people on the ground that are trying to fight for stuff sometimes more than the actual party like the the it's I don't know it's a really fucked up situation Mm -hmm. that a lot of us are in and it's unfortunate how many people how i feel like the democratic party has allowed its constituents to be backed into a corner in some ways whether it's not really getting on the horn that motherfuckers shouldn't be gerrymandering things whether it's voter suppression, all this kind of stuff that's right there in everybody's face. It really has nothing to do with the voter, but more to do with power. Mm -hmm. And it's not enough, uh, it's not enough sounding the alarm about those things, but it's a lot of smoke for the voter or the apathetic voter. It's a lot of calling them stupid. It's a lot of criticism. It's a lot of just, Ugliness to the person who, at this point, has the least amount of power but the most to lose.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, see I am
2: smart enough to know that I don't know enough about politics to actually get out there and talk tough about politics. So I, I, I learned over time to just really. I want people to be able to say that when it's all said and done, they did what they felt was right. And I, 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 that, that courtesy does not lean towards voting for Trump. That's not an option. But if you feel like this party isn't going to serve you, a lot of folks feel that way. I'm not going to be mad at you about that. It doesn't, honestly. And a lot of us are voting. It seems we're voting scared. Like, we're scared that if we don't vote Democrat, then the whole thing's gonna fall apart. Um, I think that the most important thing that I've realized over the past year is that no matter what people tell you, voting is private. So, they could say they're going to do one thing and then they're going to completely do another thing. The folks who are saying that they're not going to go out there and vote, they might vote. The folks who are saying that they are going to go out there and vote, they might not vote. Mm-hmm. So, the folks that you're out there shaming, it might be for not because it's all private. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what people are doing when they're sending in their mail. We don't know what people are doing behind closed doors, which is what the voting booths are. We don't know what people are doing. So, rather than me going out and saying, you're a lazy piece of shit and you're. Uh, causing us to be in this situation if you uh, don't vote, or you're a person who doesn't, you're you're an evil piece of shit who doesn't stand behind what you were saying earlier if you do vote, I'm just going to say, yo, just don't fuck with Trump. Don't fuck with racists. Punch the people that you do know. Like, if you know that there's a, a fucking Nazi in your neighborhood, go punch that Nazi. That's the change you can make. Make the mm-hmm. local change. Punch a local Nazi. That should be a <laughs> hashtag. Go punch a local Nazi. Um, everything else is going to be what it is. The the same way, and, it, and it's so crazy. It is so crazy, Stephanie, because they were literally talking about this yesterday. Oh, Uh, Jeremy and Shantae. And I was sitting there just listening because I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't feel like I'm smart enough to throw a a bone in this conversation. I don't know why I'm talking as much now. My mind is telling me to shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, it's but honestly, it's one of those things where if I go out today Mm -hmm. and I see a president Chances are that president has shaken hands with a Democrat if they're a Republican or a Republican if they're a Democrat, Mm -hmm. because they're all in the same fraternity. They're rich. Mm -hmm. They're in a place of power and Mm -hmm. we can't touch them. So no matter what we do, it's not going to affect what they do, which is. At the, at the DNC, a whole bunch of Republicans. If I remember correctly, if I read it correctly, I don't know. I wasn't there to watch it. Mm-hmm. But from what I read, there were a fuck ton of Republicans who wanted to come out and endorse and talk for Joe Biden. They don't. Th- this whole Republican Democrat thing, they don't care. They
1: And oh, I know, they why, and I know why they're doing so that.
2: Quickly. They do it so cold. Like, they will jump from democrat to republican from republican to libertarian and then go to green party when they realize they just need a break and they don't want nobody to vote for them at all
1: it's so it's so funny that you bring that up because they're doing that because of trump they didn't do this for bush they did hop over there for him It's like oh no we, they didn't go to them they didn't go to the democratic national convention to speak out against george bush because they actually liked his ass and also it's like it's so weird to watch because now that's also the new way for especially for a lot of republicans i'm i'm a good one because i don't support trump i'm like but y'all could have got him out of there you actually had the numbers to actually remove him from office and y'all refused to y'all wouldn't remove him you could have removed him and also when they were calling out the delegates for the electoral college there is a loophole that i was like oh shit like if they had decided not to vote for donald trump he wouldn't have gotten um inaugurated but people didn't want to do that either and it was like oh this is just so annoying i it's like joe biden is not my pick he actually will never be my pick ever i'm just at this point where i'm like i just gotta mitigate i just i just want to mitigate harm I, i just this is enough for me and also i'm somebody who's like i hated bernie sanders i'm like i don't think he's a good pick if he had won a nomination i'd still vote for his ass no question I'm like, this is enough. I I can't do this anymore.
2: I just want to throw this out there real quick. Um, Yeah, fuck Trump. But at the same time, Joe Biden's problematic. He is. And and, I mean, even me being in California and knowing that she's done, seeing what she's actually done for California and knowing that the Attorney General isn't the same as a prosecutor, which isn't the same as a cop. I can see how folks don't like uh, Kamala. I can see it. I can understand it. Like, I can see how this works. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but Still, though.
2: (laughs) I'm like, yo, when it's all said and done, there are people who are literally petrified that if they don't vote, like their vote is going to change the world. And I'm not here to tell you that that's not factual because when that hanging Chad shit happened, that's when really pe- when people really started getting on that high horse about we all got to vote because this happened. Mm-hmm. Like this was their see, this was their moment. Like it can actually happen. I'm not going to try and shy people away from that. But I don't know. Like I waver every day. Like I'm a vote local, but when it comes to actually getting out there and voting for this presidency, like I still hadn't even gotten a stimulus check. Mm. I I I don't get stuff that we should be that all Americans should be getting. I don't get it, and I don't know. I don't know. Like, when it, when it comes down to it in November, I'll be able to make a decision. Um, yeah. I know I talked to my mama, and I was shocked and awed to find out that she hates Kamala's guts.
0: Mm.
2: Like, I was shocked. Like, yo, I didn't know that. And she was like, yeah, and I don't fuck with Joe Biden either. My mom is like 60-something and is talking about she may not be voting because it ain't going to make a difference for her. And I'm like, whoa, this is really a thing. Mm. And it shouldn't have been a thing because of... Bernie Sanders. I'm not saying it. Like, I don't like that dude either. He's, he's old. I don't like old people. God, (laughs) God, when it all comes down to it, I just got to be honest. I don't fuck with old people in office. They don't speak for me. They don't know what I want and they don't care about what I want. They just want to protect themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. They want to make life as easy for them as possible because they grew up in this life. And now that they're at the front, they want to make sure that everybody in the front with them gets to eat. I need niggas who are going to make sure the lowest people eat. Yeah. When I tell you that I know 23 year olds who can come up with an idea that will literally change the world. And I am so sincere, but they are not allowed to run for office for another 26 years after the world has beaten all the hope out of their system. That is a fucked up thing. And even if the world doesn't beat all the hope out of their system, if they don't have like 15 to $17 million, Mm -hmm. they can't even run for Senate. I'm not talking about presidency.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm talking about the lowest levels. So we had this kid. There's there's like a 22-year-old kid who's the mayor of the next town over Stockton. Maybe like 23. I think that's dope. I think that's the way it should be. Let these kids go out there and 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 figure it out. That's what we tell them in everything else. Why are we giving these kids opportunities? We tell them at the age of 18, you can get a job. You can start working at the age of 18, but you can't aspire to this highest office until you're like 43. Is it 43 or is it 48 or is it 45? It's a well, 40 no, I- number.
0: I don't, I didn't think that, that Senate and, and the representatives had, uh,
2: no, presidency does.
0: but yeah, president is, you gotta be 35, 35. With,
2: with the, with the Senate, you, it's just a money barrier. Like yeah, when yeah. Uh, AOC got voted for niggas were shocked. Like where do you get the money from? Yeah. But the person she was running against was a big enough fuck up and she, her, her, her message was powerful enough that people were like, let's give her a try. And now she's out there actually being one of these voices who might enact change right. until it gets to the big old people above her who are like, fuck your hopes," And they start denigrating her because she's young. Yep. And because and she actually wants change.
0: Yep. And that's especially you bringing up AOC with, as she, you know, because I brought this up, you know, we brought this up on the show when we recorded last, how, you know, Nancy Pelosi is just different you know, older establishment Dems have been like, yeah, you need to shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. You need to sit down. You need to relax. You know, at least in the beginning, I feel like they, I feel like that, that narrative has has kind of tapered off, but it did feel like when, when she first got into office, that it was basically like, yo, you're a freshman congressperson. You need to wait your turn and relax. You know, and what, you know, basically like, yeah, she talking about this, but we ain't really on that kind of thing as far as from the establishment Dems. And it's like it's and that's another thing, you know, another critique of the Democratic Party. It's like you got some you got people in there young, ready to, you know, kind of hit the ground running for you. And it's almost like, no, you need to relax that energy. You need to cool that, cool that back, you know, relax, relax. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you, you know, how does the electorate respond to something like that if they're also kind of in that same boat and want to be energized? It's like, how are you supposed to feel if these leaders are telling these other people who might want to, you know, do something different are just like, nah, chill with that shit, kill that noise? Yeah, yeah, I... (sighs) I know this
2: one completely different from where you wanted it to go. No, no,
1: no, it no, no, it's fine. It, I don't have it. That's the thing. I don't have a problem with that at all. I'm like there's this is good conversation because it is. It's it's just interesting. I just I don't like that we're in this position where we have to hold our nose and vote, but I think mm-hmm. it's just because I remember my first election, it was 2000, and I had to vote. It was Bush-Gore. And believe mm-hmm. me, we didn't like Gore, but everybody held their nose and voted for Al Gore. Everybody I know people held their nose and voted for John Kerry, like, even though they still lost. But the 2001 sticks out to me because it was the first time in a long time I think it's only been like a handful of times where the electoral college and the popular vote didn't match mm-hmm. because it didn't match. Cause Al Gore actually won the popular vote, but Bush had all of the, um, the numbers for the electoral college. And I remember watching those analysts be dumbfounded and they literally looked at the camera and say, don't let this shit happen again. They didn't say shit, but they're like, don't let this happen again. Because th- this is a mess. And then in 2016 it happened again cuz now it's becomes well Hillary Clinton won the popular vote but she didn't win the electoral college. And it's like that fucking sucks because it just messes up the whole process cuz typically the electoral college and the popular vote matches. Right. Um and I think for me I have and I cuz one the election was on my father's birthday so it's kind of like it's hard for me to forget it. It was just like it, what the fuck is going on? This is actually his birthday and we're watching the country just run red and it just drives me nuts. But that 30% of people who voted for him, I've never, ever forgotten that because that is a lot of people who literally, they hated her so much. They hated her and her kitten heels and her pantsuits so much. They voted for Donald Trump. And I can almost guarantee you- uh,
2: I was shocked by that shit too. Um oh, people
1: and, been not smoked for Hillary Clinton since the 70s, they can't stand her ass. Right.
2: But I mean, when I found out that moms did not like Hillary. Your mom or moms in general? And she told me. My mom. Oh, okay. My mom. I I call my mom moms. Oh, okay. Um, when I when I when I found out that moms didn't like Hillary and she told me why, I was like, you know what? I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Like she felt like for the longest time, Hillary was pandering to the right. Like she was leaning, like, if this doesn't work out for my husband on this side, we can go this way. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I don't give a fuck about politics. I really do wish that, uh, politicians were given like everybody was given the same four-year term and then they get out and then you could take a rest and 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 like if you take a if you have a four-year term you come in you leave after four years have passed after that you can run again that's what i would do because there's some really good presidents out there who are are not some really good presidents but there are some people who are making some change in their time right now Mm. um but i just the way that our parties are set up the way that our system is set up the fact that we are one of the last huge countries to have a woman running the country Mm -hmm. this whole thing is just fucked it's fucked up in every which way and the only solutions that people keep giving us is well let's plug this old white man in yeah well, if that doesn't work, let's plug this old white man in because he's got dementia. Well, let's plug this old white man in because he says what's on his mind. Well, let's mm-hmm. plug this old white man in because he plays saxophone and we're going to convince some of y'all to start saying he's the first black president because he plays saxophone. Are you fucking kidding me? Let's plug this one in because his dad was here, so he must know how to do it. None of them know what they're doing.
1: Yeah.
2: They all get in there with, uh, honestly... They all get in there and pick the same ass advisors. If, if it's a Republican, they pick the same Republican advisors. If it's a Democrat, they pick the same Democratic advisors, and nothing changes. Yeah. I, it's just the same old song.
1: And that, and that's the, the really shitty part, honestly. That's the really shitty part. I I think quiet is kept. There would be more Republicans backing Trump if he actually put smart people around him like George Bush did. That's why they had no problem backing him because he didn't have dumb. He was the dummy, but he didn't have necessarily all these dummies around him. Not saying they're like extremely smart, but they were just all smarter than him. I guess, you know, the, the bar is the floor when it comes to that. But. With Trump, he just puts dummies and yes men around him. And the minute they say no, he gets rid of them and trashes them. And it's kind of like, but you put them there? So I'm very confused. That's why you're mad now. How did they get in power? You put them there. Oh, but they're stupid and we should all hate them. Okay, so that's not how this works. You put the, this is your cabinet. This is your administration. You made a neurosurgeon in charge of, uh, Uh, urban um development and it's like urban housing and i'm like that makes no sense to me (laughs) you're just putting the black man in the urban thing because you're stupid
0: well yeah but then then also too it's like okay so you know you talking about 2000 and how the electoral college didn't match the popular vote and people are like, this shouldn't happen again. But people have been just basically acting like, you talk about getting rid of electoral college, and people are like, nah, we can't do that shit. And that's the other thing, too. It's just like, imagine if one, either one of the parties, but particularly, let's say the Democratic Party, had been like, look, we need to get rid of this shit. We need to get, this isn't what, you know, this doesn't make sense anymore. This thing is a relic from, you know, the civil war to kind of keep the Southern states kind of placated and everything. Like we need to get rid of this. We need to do something else. Mm -hmm. But in, but the same way, I think if you, if Republic, if somebody brought up to Republicans, let's get rid of the electoral college. They'd be like, no, we're not going to do this shit. The Democrats are kind of like, no, we're not going to do that shit either. And, but we should, it should just be one vote. One per it should, it should be one vote, one person at this point. That's what it should be. But it sucks that it sucks that it's not. And, but I also think that's why it's sometimes hard to. Uh, because sometimes the Democratic Party agrees with the Republican Party in certain things, It, it I understand why some people are kind of just like, yeah, it's kind of not they're not that different. Mm -hmm. in certain respects that because because the impact of certain things are kind of hitting the same it's just like well they don't want to get rid of this thing over here even though it might be better it is it's it's difficult because it because we should because things should change things need to change it shouldn't be you know the thing that happened with, with bush and gore shouldn't have happened it shouldn't have went to the fucking supreme court and all this different kind of it shouldn't have went there Mm-hmm. And the same thing they had, and it shouldn't have happened with Hillary Clinton. More people, and that's and that's the other thing too. When you talk about people being mad at people who don't vote, yeah. or or whatever, but it's like no, more people wanted Hillary Clinton, even for all the people who don't fuck with Hillary Clinton. The popular people wanted Hillary Clinton. People voted for Hillary Clinton. It's like, but the the voter can't decide. Whether or not we have the electoral college at this point, it's like it was out of our hands once we cast the ballot, and it's fucked up. I guess back to like how mean we are to each other about this when who we need to be mean to are our senators and our congresspeople and you know the president, whoever the president is, you know whoever you know what the the people who have power. That's who we need to be mean to and you know, yelling at because they're the ones who are going to have to create the laws or change the things that we need. But people, you know, the focus is just on voting. And so all we have is to vote and then we get mad at each other, whether or not we vote and who we voting for all it's just, you know, just all we have is, infight, all we have is infighting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. Because you bring up a good point about the Electoral College because, one, each state has a different amount of um, delegates for mm-hmm. the Electoral College because they base who gets the Electoral College votes for that state based on the the majority of how the vote went in that state. So if you're in a very, very blue state, kind of like Maryland, it's like we, we're always blue when it comes to the president, not necessarily the governor, but... Um, or any local races, because that's just majority. That's just popular vote. Um, but for the Electoral College, it's tricky. So it's kind of like really blue states and really red states, they weren't flipping for Hillary. And they weren't flipping for Trump either. But the ones that were kind of like they flipped for Obama and now they became purple states or battleground states, which, okay, um, then it became very interesting it's always going to be interesting for me because we shouldn't be infighting because I could see if we had a down amount of people who voted. We didn't. It's like, it wasn't down, but also we have to be more, more realistic about voting numbers because it's never been over 60%. It's never been like 90, 85. That's not us. It's always been this way. So it's kind of like you go, okay, but at, it's not a but. Uh, so at the local level, that's also on the ballot too. That stuff is all popular vote. There is no electoral college for right. that. So it's kind of like, we still need you to get out there, but there are people who don't want to participate in a process, but then also, like, my opinion matters. It does, but it gives people, like, pause, like, wait a minute, you're not even voting. And also, when it comes to people who had felonies on their records, There are a lot of states that take your voting rights away. Apparently, California is not one of them because Snoop Dogg did not know that because everybody tells everyone who has a felony on their record, if you ever go to jail and get a felony, you are no longer able to vote. That is not true in California. So Snoop Dogg is like 50-something years old and he's never voted because he was always told that he can't. And that's not true for every state. And there are also states that are trying to flip that so that if you have a felony on your record you can actually still retain your voting rights or get them back um and so that kind of thing it does benefit black people because there are a lot of black men who have felonies black people period who have felonies on a record and they can't vote and it's like uh no you deserve to have your voting rights back too i mean you can fight for it it's just like a pain in the ass to do you got to write letters, you got to like pull out an application, you got to pay a fee, you got to like give someone a cow. It's like, you got to do a lot of stuff to get your voting right back, but that's individually and it needs to be something nationwide or at least statewide in some states. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I can't just sit here with just me thinking. It's like, I can't do this. I can't hear about any more of my friends or my family being just feeling helpless and lost and in pain or watching people mourn people they've lost to COVID because the person that was put in the White House called this a hoax when he first saw it. And now it becomes, let's get mad at China. Let's fight the China flu. This is the man y'all put in office. And I'm like, he's not fit to lead. He never was. And he's still there. And I, I hate it. So I'm not asking anybody to love Joe Biden. I need you to hate Donald Trump. <laughs> That's why I need you to do to hate, because I need, he needs to go. His whole administration needs to go. That don't mean you ain't holding Joe's feet to fire, because they do. No, you can hold his feet to the fire, because they need to be. You can bring up Kamala's whole record. There have been people who have been combing the, the archives, and I'm like, good for y'all, <laughs> because I know it's a lot. So I, yeah, I just need you to hate Donald Trump. You don't have to love Joe Biden. I don't. He's not my choice. He never was my choice. He'd never be anybody's choice, especially not us. But I just, Trump got to go. He just do. I I, I wish I had a better way to say it. Um, And also, this is my other thing about people who vote third party. I'm not bashing anybody for voting third party. I'm like, I, f- that's not a hill I'm going to die on about third party voting. I'm like, no, no, you're fine. You you can vote third party. I, I personally don't care. <laughs> it's like just, I'm just trying, I'm sorry. I drink, I ate way too much wine cream. Okay, the other person in Ashley minutes is Jaheem, who is not asking the Democrats, what Donald Trump can do for us. He is a full-blown Trump supporter, and I don't know how we buried the lead on this. Because I feel like people who are Jahim fans knew this, um, or people who follow him. I personally didn't know he was still with us. He <laughs> came out of nowhere talking about um, Donald Trump. Um. So he put up a video where he's got a really pretty uh, curtain and he got his hair up in a turby twist and um, he put the following caption on his Instagram. Cat got your tongue now, huh? Now you see the facts from my last two posts. Nothing more to say, M-O-O-R, more to say you've been been played all this time. We've been played. I already know this is going to set a lot of you free once you do the research unless you are one of them. However, it's really not my concern at this point. I just want to save our future, and if that means losing followers, so be it. I'm used to the masses controlling these platforms. I'm used to you all throwing shade on me, called crackhead, Uber driver, etc. I can take what you think of me, because I have a real life. I'm a force of the most high universal creator. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Balance is about to be restored. All the phony people will soon fade away. Again, I do this for you slash our future endeavors. I hate the fact that we all were so lost when it came to politics and we just decided to vote because our parents called themselves Democrats, aka Dixiecrats. No black person called themselves Dixiecrats. Those are white people. All that Mm stands for is nothing great for you and me. We all should be very upset, but it's not time for that it's time to stay woke, oh, go back to sleep, and join the fight to restore the balance of our republic for the sake of our ancestors. By all means, we must come from out of this beast to restore the balance for our nation stop allowing ourselves to fall into the pitfalls of de- democracies, decisions to, dis- to deceive every individual for the, to vote for the evil. I just put my life on the front line to speak out in favor to help you. Now you know where my heart is. I'm not one of them. I will never take money to mislead anyone for it is the root. To evil, it's time to break the spell. So stay focused. Real change is here momentarily, and we all will be a part of it. But it starts now, not next year. I just want to apologize to at real Donald Trump for all the misinformation since he's been in office. We the people have turned our backs on this great man who's been working effort- effortlessly to restore the balance of the republic, and didn't even take a pay and didn't even take a paycheck. He still gets a fucking paycheck. All uh, we all are. We all allow the Democrats to lie countless times, but seeing is believing you all are so far gone. You can't see. Maybe it's the same water they've been poisoning Flint with because we all follow wrong side for years. It's time to wake up. I, I, I need, you know what? I hope Mrs. Spann is listening to this. You never put him in a special tap unit. I want to know why. This was not on my 2020 bingo card that Jahim is a Trump supporter. I, what is today? What, what is going on? He also said that um, this country was founded by 187 Black people. And I want to know how if, when this country was formed, we were cargo and ships. I need to know how he brought this up. I, I, I don't understand. What the hell just happened to John
2: Uh Y'all didn't clap for him when he wore that suit to Whit when he wore that suit to Whitney Houston's uh, funeral.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's just you know some niggas is black Republicans and they you don't know it until they actually bring this shit up. But it's a lot of niggas is black Republicans and that niggas a black Republican, and he's you know he's lost in the sauce mm-hmm. just like a lot of like a like wow like, I was like what what is going on today.
2: Because he is I mean, I know a lot of people Who will say, I'm not a Republican uh, But I have very conservative Thoughts, and it's like, Mm -hmm. okay And then Mm -hmm. it turns out that they're really Republican, and they're just ashamed of that shit Yeah. So, as Per usual Yeah, Shante pretty much Nailed it, hit the nail on the head Uh, Chances are he's Always been this way Mm -hmm. Uh, But he knew where his where he knew where his bread was buttered. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. that the, uh, bread is no longer as buttery as it used to be. I don't know. But now that it's in that place, now he could say, you know, I've always ran with Trump. And I, I, honestly, I understand. Cause there's a lot of dudes who liked Trump before he became president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you go back and look, if you really do, uh, Pay attention to the whole thing, there's a lot of rappers who were big enough Trump. And even as late as um Stim fools who made no flex zone, they had a song called Up Like Trump. And that's the latest one I could think of. Like, mm-hmm. like folks who E40 had a song called Trump Change. Everybody was talking about rich like Donald Trump. And they mm-hmm. thought Trump was a real ass person. And then he came out and he did um uh the apprentice and people were sitting there for the drama and so they liked him even more like everybody didn't stop liking him when he became president
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: a lot of folks probably did vote for him because the same reason why a lot of the black folks here in california or a lot of people here in california voted for arnold schwarzenegger when they knew he had nothing good for him but he was in terminator nigga Mm-hmm. He was a terminator, bro. Like I got to vote for the terminator. When am I going to get another chance to say I voted for the terminator? There were literally people who were saying that there's probably people who said the same thing about Trump.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, put John like,
2: I'm window. I'm at the point now where I'm I'm actually not shocked when a when I find out that a black person voted for Trump. I'm not because Mm -hmm. I know a whole lot of people, both black, white, whatever, who will say one thing to your face and do something completely different behind your back. So why the fuck wouldn't that reflect on their voting style as well?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm just saying, you know, if Republicans were less racist, there'd be more black people over there.
0: Definitely. And also, something else too, I think if, uh not necessarily on that note but i think the unfortunate thing with the democratic party is that they have on the one hand they do things and on the other hand they kind of let shit ride and because they've let shit ride you people can create the narrative of well what are they doing what y'all just being uh you know, y'all on the democratic plantation kind of, you know, these kinds of narratives and stuff, Mm -hmm. because, because they, you know, they will speak out or speak to black people up to a point. Mm -hmm. But then when it's time to like really do something specifically for black people, it's like, nah, we can't do that shit. And it's just like, but you was in my face acting like I'm the best thing since sliced bread and you need me. But now it's just like, no, nah, we can't do that shit. No, we can't, you know, it's just like, right. You know, like, no, we can't defund the police. What do you mean defund the police? Like, you know, what do you mean? uh, You know, police brutality kind of thing. You know, it's like they pay lip service to certain things, but then on the other hand, vote for shit that is... Complete opposite to the lip service shit that they're doing. And that's what, and that's the other problem too. I think if, I think if the Democratic Party would really get it together and go up for the people that they say they're going up for, it would be harder for some people to make that argument. I think some people are going to make the argument anyway because some people are goofy. But the people who, it's you won't be they won't be able to kind of kind of look like oh over here this is kind of true and over here this is kind of true they need to get to a point where this is false and this is true Mhm. yeah yeah
1: we haven't we haven't gotten there yet but ooh, Johnny, man, man my man my bingo card is fucked up i'm gonna have to turn it in because man this wasn't on it
0: What's poppin'? Brand new year and I'm locked in. Far as this teaching go, I am unreachable. I'm number one in your top two. Miss Williams, they poppin'. Sooners to the new school, you're droppin'. No COVID-19, ain't worried about a thing when the economy ain't no stoppin'. Aye. I can teach a class with sweat, this drip hard. Go ahead, take a picture on your iPhone. Sooners to the school, yeah, yeah, virtual. And you know Miss Williams go viral. Talk to school, I'm a fool with the listen. Come along with me, I swear it's a blessing. Class is a session and we just progress Success is the topic and passes the message. Woo! My school is the bitch, there's no competition We at the top, no switching positions The road number one, Tornado, let's get it Yeah, 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 yeah. I say that green, that gold, that green, that gold That green, that gold. gold, Tornado, let's go